Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On this episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, we interview Galactic Empire. Rock and roll. It's gone. Uh, let's try again. I can't dance. I have to. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. You're not allowed to dance until we get that fixed. Yeah, I guess. I'm dancing and the, and the cables get breaking on this us. This is the tiny town in Footloose. No dancing for you. No dancing for me. But nope. that's okay. That's okay. Because you're Kevin Bacon. And, and at the end of the day, you're going to bring that town around. I am. I'm going to dance John anyway. Lo- John Lovitz. Not John Lovitz. John Lovitz? No, that's a different guy. Uh, <laughs> Who's the who's the bad guy in that one? It's was not it, John Lovitz. It wasn't, it's, uh, wasn't John Larroquette. No, it's the guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. That's yeah, right. That's it was another it. John L. There you go. You got it. Yeah. All right, man. We got there. So we're we're here. We're here. It is it is Bantha Milk Podcast here to to review episode nine, the secret episode <laughs> of Ahsoka that no one knew was dropping. <laughs> Right, we, uh, uh, where yeah. Ahsoka comes and joins up with Luke, and they find the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, and Thanos comes, and they have to fight Gandalf for access to Hogwarts. It's uh, it's pretty intense. They it's do pretty, all those things. It's a pretty it's, intense. Thing. It is very intense. Uh, no, but we are actually here uh, awaiting uh, the arrival of rock band Emeritus. Galactic Empire. Galactic Empire. Prague rock aficionados. What is Prague rock? Progressive. You know? Oh, progressive. Progressive rock. And it's progressive not, is... It's not that conservative rock. Right. No, it's not conservative left-wing rock. Left-wing rock. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's very progressive. It's the CNN rock and roll. It is. You know? That's what, exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, while we were waiting for that, uh, aside, we're, you know, we're just going to hang and chat a little bit about it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, let's take a listen. So it's the Imperial March, way sped up, but still all at the same speed at the same time. Uh, what I was I was listening on the way here. There was there was I mean they're all really great, but there was one that I was listening to that I was like, wow, this is really excellent. Um, the Battle of Hoth is a good one. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian theme is one of my favorites actually. I don't okay. Know how much you've listened to that one? Um, the special edition CD is actually just just a lot of really good some bangers on that one for sure. Nice. We'll definitely have to talk to Eric all about that. Eric yeah. will be joining us from Galactic Empire a little later today. You think they're joining us from the Galactic Empire? They will be in the Galactic Empire. I hope so. Yes. Do you have my glass over there? Because no, you I, have one glass. You brought two glasses down. I scooted it towards you. Oh, did I take it upstairs? I think you might have I taken probably it upstairs. Took it upstairs. Why don't you with go all get the it? Dirties. It's okay. I just drink it with. I'll uh, like like some riffraff drinking out of right. a can. I drink all my out of a can. Oh man, look at you. Yeah, uh-huh, that's how I do. Duff it. man can't breathe. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you should crack it because I already you I, did. I beat you to it. You man. did. Beat we were me doing so it. much setup. I was like, yeah. I got to do the thing. So Nick was in the. Uh, he's got his typical uh, bourbon over there. Bourbon whiskey. That's right. I went out and got. Star Jockey, Star Jockey, Galactic Hop Hazy IPA, 
Um, galactic which, hop. Galactic hop. So right. the hops are from a, from a different galaxy. Far, far away. Yes. And, it's and from what is a hazy IPA? It's so <laughs> it's funny because our good friend Jason over at Ears Up. Hey, check out Ears Up. Ears Up in depth. Uh, scraping the vaults. Uh, the Supreme Resort. Puny Pod. Puny Pod. And I think that's all of them. Uh, check them all out. They're on Ears Up. But Jason is also a, a beer connoisseur as well and has uh, worked on a beer podcast for many, many years. And then when they first made hazy IPAs, they were all opposed to it because you make an IPA, but then you're adding like other like fruits and stuff in there. But then because of the fruits, it, if you don't strain it and clean it properly, it's just hazy. Sure. So they were like, this hence is just the name. Hence the name. They were like, this is just, you know, easy way of not filtering filtering and, yeah. and all that good stuff um since then they have actually updated the technology and and the the process so now it's it's hazy for a different like it's hazy because it still has like some fruits and stuff in it but they actually do a much better job now most of the beer companies of of cleaning and purifying and all that stuff as well so where before it was just like oh you're too lazy to clean your ipa properly that's why it's a hazy ipa now it's considered a whole thing of its own so that's what as it, it often happens we have resistance to the change and saying it's yeah. like jazz music oh that jazz music is that newfangled music with them young whippersnappers and their saxophones and their bebops and their scoodops bebops um, and scoodops those are actual quotes <laughs> from, are. from old people that's right that's course. exactly what they say um, and and of course now it's the old person so so you know 50 years from now, people are going to look at a hazy IPAs and that's going to be the norm. That's just going to be the norm. Look at you yeah. with your clear yeah. beverage. So a lot of it is, clean. it's also like a stronger IPA or stronger uh, percentage and all that good stuff. So hazy IPAs are normally a little bit more hoppy and more fruity and stuff. So here it goes. Crack it. Let's Unfortunately, hear it. we won't be able to see uh, the pour because uh, there will be no pour. But I will tell you how galactic the hops are. That's for let's, sure. Let's hop on that galactic train there. What do you think? It's actually it's very nice. Do you feel whisked away to a galaxy? I feel far yes. Away? I feel like I'm on an X-wing right now. Oh, uh, right now. Right now, flying away. Wow, there just, must be some uh, some pretty hard stuff in there. If that's how you're feeling. <laughs> it's like it hit absinthe. me that fast. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's good stuff. Crazy. Oh man. All right. So uh, um, it's from Yards Brewing Company in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, very close. You to getting us. any notes or hints of anything? Um, it's just a nice beer. I just like it. You you can tell we're not like super drinky like yeah. beer beer people or because it's like do you get any notes or anything? You're just like it's just a good beer. I get notes of good beer. <laughs> I get that's, notes of that's goodness. the that's the sort of a hard hitting commentary you get on Bantham Oak podcast. So yeah, so like a lot of um, like IPAs are just hop bombs. They just put lots and lots of hops into it, and that's where you get all the IBUs and everything out of it. But it, it tastes like some of them taste like you're eating a pine tree because hops are very like have have a very piney taste to them. Some of them. There's sure. now so many different varieties of hops also that they all have different flavors and tastes and stuff like that. This one's not overly hoppy. Like I've had some where I'm like, whoa, my gosh. Um, so it's nice. It, it has a very good like just an even smooth flavor to me. Doesn't taste like band-aids. Doesn't taste like band-aids. Doesn't taste like uh like the giggling Yoda. Giggling Yoda. Oh god, the giggling Yoda. Um I'll tell you what Untapped says about Star Jockey. Tell me. Tell me yes, what they say about see. it. Star Jockey. Oh, I thought maybe he had it up already. I do ready. now. Uh brewed with cosmic punch. 
and infused with galaxy hops. This rocket is ready to ride, buckaroo, so saddle up and hold fast. We don't blast off. We blast on and on and on across the universe and beyond. So the flavor profile that most people, 6,000 people have already checked into it. Uh, citrusy, hazy, smooth, grapefruity, and some people said soapy. 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 Soapy is like an off flavor that you don't want. <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, that's not a desirable quality. That's not a quality desirable quality. Either. Yes, but I do I do get the grapefruity and the smooth. It is very smooth. It doesn't have a lot of like back kick that like a bourbon. You feel it down in your chest. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it is, uh, it, I, it, I agree with them. I think I, I like it. And you're not getting the hints of soap. I'm not getting the hints of soap and I'm going to check in right now and I'm going to give it a 4.5. So what is this app you're using? Uh, this is, uh, called untapped. You're supposed to like rank the, the beverages. Yeah. You drink? So when you drink it, you, you give it rankings and stuff like that. I use it more for for myself because then I know I can go back and see what you like, see, see what, what I liked or whatever. Um, how the, many how many beers do you have logged in there so far? Uh, let's see. Like how long you've been using this bad boy? Uh, for a while, I have six hundred and sixty three check ins, five hundred and seventy different beers from twenty twelve. So over a decade, five hundred and seventy different types of beer in the past 10 years yes there's not a chance in the world i've had that many different <laughs> types of beer i like i like well, have types, one different beers right like, yeah okay uh, not, not, not like, like different types of beer no just different times drinking a beer no well okay different beers it has five i've i've checked in 570 times with beers Occasionally, it could be the same beer two or three times, but but it's probably five hundred and forty. I would say wow. probably out of five hundred and seventy, probably five hundred and forty different beers. That's a lot of different beers. Man. Yeah. So, and this is nothing. I have friends who have thousands of of different beer check ins. I just drink the same thing all the time. See, and that's where this makes it fun because you're not like stuck in a rut. Like you yeah. you go you go to a different place. You oh let me try this instead. Let me try that instead. And then you can just check. It's like. Got to catch them all. You're playing Pokemon. Yeah, it's like with your Pokemon, beer. but Pokemon for beer. Yeah. So yeah. So well, there you go. just caught yourself a level seventy uh, little I did. star jockey. <laughs> a little star jockey. I got a level seventy star jockey. Love there. that. Love it is that. very nice. Um, so yeah. So I would definitely check it out. And if you uh, if you're into drinking all different beers, you would have you know two, nine hundred check ins, but just two. It'd be it'd be Yingling and. Uh, you know, maybe the occasional red stripe. Right. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. Which, I mean, to, hey, to each his own. I know my brother just drinks like uh, like Miller Lite all the time, so yeah. he he wouldn't have as much fun either. But to me, this is fun. I like to try all the different flavors. I like to, you know, see what I like and what I don't like. You and know? and do you, like, have some poor ratings in there? Yeah. There, um, so there's Dogfish Head Brewery, which is a big one in sure. Delaware. Yeah. We went down to their brewery probably 10 years ago at this point. Um, and they had one beer. It was like a 16 or an 18% IBU. Like it was so high. Yeah. We tried it. it to us, it, it tasted like drinking gasoline. Ew. Like it was so nasty. Not so, what you want. Not what you want. So, so I did give that a very low one. Now, Sherry is a lot more critical than Brad and I. We, we always give anywhere between a three and a half to four and a half you know, on beers. Um, Sherry is very critical when she checks in. She's like, Oh, this is awful. She gets, she'll give it like a one point. Does she like beer? She does like beer, okay. but she, she's like you, she's very specific with what she likes, but right. she keeps trying all these other ones, trying to 
see if she likes different flavors. And she does not. And she does not. No. All right. Well, so, yeah. To each her own. To each her own. That's right. So that's that. So that's our this week on beers with Bantha Milk. Yeah, because we're very knowledgeable on those subjects. We are very knowledgeable on those subjects. We only talk about what we really know on this podcast. That's right, which is not much. So yeah. we talk about that Star for a Wars lot. Is about Star it. Wars. That's right. So Ahsoka's over now. It is. Eight episodes in. It's done. It's done. It what do you think as a whole? So let's give ourselves a, a little rundown sure. of the whole get series. We get that rundown. Get that for rundown us. for us, Just please. Just rundown to my um, dad. Um, so the last half of the season did some work in in salvaging it for me. I mean, the first half, you know, we talked. It was slow. I wasn't. You know, it, it is certainly not my favorite Star Wars IP that has come out in the last couple of years, but. The last couple episodes were good enough, I think, that it propelled the season forward. Um, I, 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 I just, and we've said it just about every new live action that comes out, I don't think that the model that they're using is one for success where it comes to like eight episodes a season and, and they're short episodes. Like right. they, they, it feels like they're rushing to tell a story while at the same time taking their time. Yeah, you know, if either they were allowed 15 episodes a season or like eight episodes, but they were an hour each and they're not like, oh, we got to we got to hurry up and go. Like, it just feels to me like they're they're kind of hamstringing themselves by not. But that's not them. I I, I imagine that's Disney, you know. Yeah, I wonder the time you get. This is the money you get. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is Filoni saying these. This is the story that I have in mind. These are the number of episodes that I want to do and how much of it is Disney saying you're going to get this much. Right. Um, so funny story about some of the other shows. I was on hall duty the other day and <laughs> I was like, you know what? Uh, your wife was saying how you guys were watching the young Jedi adventures with your daughter. Yep. So I was like, oh, let me check it out because I know it's I know it's geared for real little kids, real little so I'm sitting on hall duty and I'm it's watching like Muppet Babies for Jedi. It is. But yeah. even like I remember I remember loving Muppet Babies as a kid. Now, maybe it was because I love the Muppets and I was like, this is awesome. This sure. is so much fun. But I was older than the demographic for Muppet Yeah, You babies. were a little too old for me. I was Muppet Babies age. Right. So you were like just out of that age. Group. Yeah. But like, again, you were probably young enough that it was still like, ah, it's a kid's show. It's a kid's Muppets, show. Whatever. It's fun, whatever. Yeah. So I enjoyed it, even though I was a little too old for it. But although have you watched like it, the old ones recently, the Muppet Babies? Uh, did they not hold up well? It's weird, man. Oh, I'm There's sure. Some of the animation style. And yeah. It's just like, well, I mean, you get the Saturday morning cartoon animation style where it's like one, one frame per yeah. or six frames per second, as opposed to, 24 that a regular like a real movie cartoon goes at so um, baby anyway go make your dreams come true who yeah i used to watch it all the time but so i'm sitting in the hallway watching and one kid comes out and he goes what are you watching i go (laughs) a baby show young young jedi uh is it young jedi chronicles or something no it's just young jedi Jedi. and he looks at he looks at it he goes looks at me why (laughs) (laughs) a valid question it was a very valid question but of course i was like why not and he was like a valid answer all right i'm going to the bathroom and he just like walked away it was so funny why (laughs) and so what are your thoughts Uh, i watched one and a half episodes it's cute it's very like it's fun because 
like they, it's like you said, Muppet Babies. They're they're teaching the kids morals. They're teaching the kids right. lessons and all that stuff. So it's it's cute. It's fun. If I was four, five, six years old, I would love it. I tell you what, um, those kids suck at the force. They do. Like they, I could probably kick them in the face, each one of those kids, <laughs> and like they wouldn't be able to even like get their lightsaber. They wouldn't out. be able to stop it. Like I saw the one the kid kept dropping his lightsaber, and then I think Yoda was there, and then Yoda like gave him his lightsaber back or something like that. He was like, "Oh, thanks, Yoda." Um, I like who's the little blue one? Puba, I think maybe his name Puba, is. Yeah. I don't know. There's a little like blue bear. Um, he kind of looks like an Ewok, but he's blue. Yeah, he's blue. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, he's he seems fun. Uh, he's is he the one that's always like causing problems? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You got to have one that's pesky always blue aliens. Pesky blue aliens are always causing Speaking problems. Speaking of pesky blue aliens, um, I did also just finish the new Thrawn trilogy, mm. not the the old one that you had just finished, right? But the one that you had already read, the one I read the first yeah. time, yes. Uh, so it's good. I liked it a lot. I, that the third book, I actually so the, I thought I'd like the second book better. Best was the one was the new trilogy. Was that the one where Thrawn knew Anakin yeah. and Darth Vader? Okay, yeah, yes. that's the second book. That's I thought that would book. be my favorite. Okay, it actually was my least favorite, and I okay. did like it. But uh, the first and third book I liked more because it focused and centered more on Thrawn and Eli. Uh, Vanto. Okay. Uh, who I was a big fan of. Yeah. It looks like we've been joined. Look we've at been that. joined. Look at we that. Have, oh. We have a guest <laughs> among us, and his facial hair is way better. Than I know. He has wanna, much cooler facial hair than I both of point us. That out. Well, you it always is. shave yours, but how you doing, man? What's up, guys? My oh. facial hair is a mess right now. No. Well, it, no, I'm under it, a mask all day because I'm feeling under the weather. Oh, I'm no. I'm ready well, to start tour. So. Well, yeah. it looks delightful to us over here at Banthamo. So thanks for joining us, my friend. Yep. Absolutely. Eric is running. He said 20 minutes late. Uh, Unacceptable. Yeah, That's it. I can't believe this is not in my rider. Uh, <laughs> we, and we, we had all the green M&Ms delivered to his house and everything. So I can't believe uh, this. The lengths we take. The lengths that we take. <laughs> he, he has them. He's just. He, he saw them and he says thanks. But he says thanks. Like, That's, That's cool. I got what I wanted out of yeah. this transaction. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. Time. That's all good. Well, well, we can we can, you know chat with you as we wait that's fine uh welcome thanks for being here yes um we are we are joined uh folks who are listening at home by a band member of galactic empire can you just give us a little intro on on who you are and and your role in the band other than the the one that has the best facial hair in yeah, the band sure. yeah uh I, yeah i guess that's that's objectively true sure eric's got a, great, <laughs> eric's got a, a way better beard okay oh, okay um, <clears throat> So uh, my name is Kevin Penny. I play bass for Galactic Empire. Um, been close friends with the band for a while. So, you know, watch them start and bloom and everything with my um, guitar players in my other band. Um, so and we are doing a bunch of tours out here on uh, in the U.S. and the uh, EU and U.K. at the end of the year. So. Tomorrow we leave for, or tom Friday we leave for East Coast. Okay. Wow. And you're where are y'all located out right now? Uh, so we're Tatooine. in mostly like southeastern PA or like you know central PA. Sure. So y'all okay. y'all are Lancaster based, right? Yeah, or Lidditz technically. Okay. Well, we're out in New Jersey, so we're you know we're not too far okay. away from you. My wife is actually a Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania native, <laughs> so kind of all up in that area. 
Um, yeah, that's where our TM is from. All right, rock on, man. Uh, I should have I known when you said Lancaster correctly. Well, yeah. <laughs> instead of saying Lancaster, you're like, oh, he's yeah. a Lancaster. This is one of our people. <laughs> yeah, I was right. literally talking about it my, with my partner the other night. They're from Delaware, and they're like, Lanc- Lancaster. Like, yep. That's not. No, oh, yeah, that's not it. There's some dead tells for sure. I, I lived in Louisiana uh, for a couple of years, and you could always tell the people who weren't from uh, from there, they're like, New Orleans. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You're, you're not from around these parts, are you? It's New Orleans. It's so one, one word, one syllable, New Orleans. Um, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, glad to have you, man. A hometown guy. Uh, so, uh, so it's funny. We actually, uh, I was put onto you. I'm a musician. Uh, I played music most of my life. I'm a music teacher. Um, and I was put onto galactic empire by a student of mine, literally, I don't know, a couple weeks Love ago. Um, and I, it's much to my shame. First of all, I think this student is currently in the chat right now. So shout out to you, Gail. Yeah. Um, but, uh, much to my shame, considering how much of a fan I've been my whole life and I'm a musician, um, uh, that I had not heard of y'all. So how long have y'all been around playing together? So the current lineup, um, the five of us are new as of like the first show that we played as a unit was in San Diego. Okay. However, the four other members, me excluded, played three shows in May um, with the founding bassist, um, Carson. So we've been a band um, as a whole since the release of the new trilogy. Um, They had filmed the music video for the main theme. um, And I remember being at work. Um, and my guitar player, you know, was like, it's going live or, you know, my, my guitar player in my band, uh, was in the band chat for Illustrium saying like, it's going to go live. And like, you know, it's, it's really cool. You guys should check it out. Even if you don't like star Wars, you know, a lot of effort went behind it. Honestly, I'm glad once it, once it's out there, I'm glad that it's done. And, you know, I can finally stop stressing about it and, you know, it'd be over. Um, and then, you know, in less than a, a shift at a bar. It had a million views <laughs> yeah, on sure. Facebook alone. And this um, was, you said, the, the main title theme? Yeah. Okay. So at that point, it was like, hey, Chris, I think that there's, um, you're probably not done with this project. Yet, yeah, yeah, yeah but, probably not. <clears throat> as I'm understanding it, I think that there probably is an audience to go see this. Sure. So, and sure enough, from there, that was when they, like really scaled up um grant the former the founding drummer um is the one that that composed everything um so i don't know if he already had like the full you know first album ready right or if he kind of jumped into that um like afterwards and he's like i I gotta get something ready like I i gotta go right now sure um so the first show that they played was on etv Nice. Uh, okay. For like a, a red carpet event. And they were like, you know, we're kind of like, what? Like, flight paid, <laughs> hotels paid, sure. like, travel paid. You know, it's an all expenses. like, I'm, oh my God, we made it. How did this happen? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. And it was like, it was like an ETV, like, Star Wars fashion carpet show. Okay. Thing. Okay. But they were like, all right, so like, we can play the material live in theory. So why not? expand that even further so that you know the first show that they played as a band in costume you know they i think they were like sith robes sure like, okay you know, kind of, yeah <laughs> Ooh, spooky guys yeah um was at the community club in lancaster and 
I was I saw it on a date and uh, I was actually so nervous for them that I was like physically shaking. Oh my goodness! Uh, which I've I I don't know that I've I've get that nervous for most things. I don't know that job interviews or anything like that have ever been that nervous. Sure. Um, some of it too. I, I hyped it up. I was like, you you're not gonna believe these guys. They're so sick. They're so sick. <laughs> they're fantastic players. And they're really good. And even though it looks like they can't see, they can see. And they're really good players. <laughs> and then you're sitting there the whole time like, like, oh, my God. It's like when you show someone a video, like, no, wait, just wait, just watch. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the good I'm part's like, coming. It's coming. Like, <laughs> just watch them. I'm like, you, you watching this, guys? <laughs> oh, my God. If they, if they suck, this is going to be. <laughs> this is going to be so embarrassing. It's going to be so yeah. bad. And yet, here <laughs> you are. Course, you know, they, they played and they were great. And, you know, before I was in the band, I saw them, I don't know, four or five times like every time they played a philly area show okay I was like you know i'm coming out to support sure and y'all just i'm you, coming out to support they would give me a free ticket so i'm you know right i'm not really supporting financially yeah, you're not supporting you're just being there hey yeah. listen man there's yeah. there's support <laughs> in being in the room uh, yeah. i will tell you this as a musician and and both of us as creators we know there is support in just being there and absorbing the uh the output so um yeah. so i i get that uh 100 um, so, all right. So you're, you, you, it seems like you just got off of a pretty intense tour. Yeah. So what we've been doing is like two, two and a half week runs, then coming back and then, uh, coming back for like a week, two weeks and then running back out. Sure. Um, so we did West coast and then really the, because of flights, you know, West Coast, we left for a little over two weeks and then came back. And then it feels like I think like a day and a half later, we were back on the road for right. Midwest or like back at the studio. <coughs> so that was unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> at least from a recovery standpoint. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Work. This can definitely work out between us. And then. Sure. I was like, by the way, I'm actually not feeling well. And uh, so we leave tomorrow. So Great. You know, chill yeah and y'all y'all each have day gigs uh yeah um so uh eric that'll be joining us teaches uh teaches lessons so sure just teaches guitar um my guitar player up in new york city so the only one that's not in pa is um also teaches guitars um or instruments in general sure um and then so i think that my other guitar player did take this you know kind of as a as a full-time commitment this and like his other bands sure um and then uh i sell cars and kevin our drummer uh works for wegmans sure okay. yeah so rock on i mean yeah listen i it's it's funny you know as like someone who plays in bands i'm one of the i'm almost always one of the only ones who like music is my primary gig you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 just it's kind of the great thing about music is that you don't need to be like I make my music my money just solely on music. Uh, you can kind of do it with whatever. Um, is yeah. there now? I know you said you joined later. Do you know like for you? Obviously, you came. You enjoyed the band. You uh, you a Star Wars fan? I assume. Yes, yeah. and so even even when joining the band, um, like. So a lot of the knowledge that I had at that point was from my partner, like, you know, kind of helping me out. And like, you know, the joke would be that like, they'd say something and I'd go, are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm the one that's in 
I'm in the Star Wars band. Star Wars, right? So I don't know. <laughs> Let me check my knowledge bank. <laughs> that sounds correct, but let's verify online. Right. Um, so at that point, you know, I was like, well, I got to catch up. So, and I'm still catching up um, because uh, I get sucked into shows and I have to take it slowly. So, like, I'm like trying to, like, I'm like asking them, my partner, for their recommendations. Hey, where's your. Where where should I what episodes of the Clone Wars should I watch to catch up on Ahsoka and, right. and Rebel, you know, and then I could fill in the rest as I go. Yeah. So, um, Eric, I think has gotten through everything, like, you know, did a did like a full like Star Wars universe rewatch. Sure. Nice. Um, so and he says so I, I will confirm this with him, but I think that he's mentioned that his favorite show. Not just Star Wars show, but favorite show is Andor. Okay. Um, oh. All right. Like you know, it's just a it, it's an extremely like human show. Yeah. That also happens to have you know take place in the universe that has you know Grogu and yeah yeah. Now, did like, you watch Andor? No. Okay. okay. And yeah, that's that would be the next series for me to watch. Yeah, we... it sounds like it is. Yeah, and, and that's what we talked about on the show too with Andor is that it was like it could be anything, it just happens to be a Star Wars show, but like it could you know it could be on any planet. It's just like a like a cloak and dagger sort of like really good storytelling spy and and intrigue show. Uh, just happens like you said to be in the world of Grogu and Luke Skywalker and all these characters that we love. So there's like two yeah. or three episodes that you could watch and completely forget that it was Star Wars. Yep. Because it's so real and so gritty, uh, it's just the fact that like they're holding a Star Wars gun yeah, or that, something like that. You you're hear like, a blaster oh, yeah. sound, and you're like, "Oh right, this is yeah. a Star like, Wars." Like instead show. of bullets, this is Star Wars. Holy yeah. Shit. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 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 really fun. The storytelling in that is really good. Um, Nick and I were talking before you got on uh, just about Andor because we we've been giving you know reviews of each show and breakdowns of each of the Andor episodes and stuff like that. And I was about to ask him of all of the uh, Star Wars shows that have come out on Disney Plus, we were going to rank what we thought was like the best ones to the worst ones. Um, so Andor was definitely going to be in my top three of, yeah. of the best shows that have come out on Disney Plus. So you definitely got to check it out. I agree with Eric on that one. For that sure. You definitely need to check that out. For sure. Um, yeah. And and y'all y'all still writing music? I know you said your your former drummer wrote a lot of this music. Are you do you still have anyone who's right actively writing music, or are you mainly performing yeah, right so, now? So um, Grant and Carson are still. So Grant and Carson own the studio that you know produces everything sure. and that we work out of. So we're going to be meeting up at you know Atrium Audio in Lidditz. Um So Grant Grant is still very much involved. Um, Carson is still very much involved. Um, so. Yeah, when the like, you know, new series, new shows, new themes are introduced, those will be you know worked on. Sure. And then I'm sure that like, you know, we still have plans to go back and do specific things. Like people have asked for like General Grievous, uh, General Grievous's theme. Sure. Um, so we, it, it was a little frustrating that the Ahsoka theme was, you know, the, I don't want to say underwhelming. I, right. I think that it's good, but you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, you know, I and mean, we're coming out of Ahsoka. And, you know, going through y'all's CDs, every new track I get to, it's like, um, like you almost forget 
those tunes then you hear them and it's in a different light and you're like oh my god it almost brings back these memories but thinking about ahsoka there's no musical themes that really hopped out and grabbed me no yeah you know what i mean like there's you know with mandalorian and i love y'all's cover of the mandalorian theme it is it is one of my favorite ones of y'all's and the mandalorian theme music and i'm a huge john williams fan i can only imagine that y'all are as well and so when the new when the new star wars started coming out without john williams me and my wife who are both musicians were Skeptical, you know, we were like, this doesn't sound the same, you know, something, you know, we, we could tell the very first one that came out. This isn't John Williams, but yeah. like the Mandalorian. like, And that's why we started this podcast was because of the Mandalorian. You know, that's the first thing that kind of came out with this podcast. And that music is just so iconic. It's it's like, yeah, it, it feels like primal. And like, it's it's the perfect sort of, I feel like, song for your specific genre. Um, and I, I don't know, it's, it it. I do the go ahead. So yeah. like hearing that Mandalorian cover, like when it came out, I was like, oh, "Yeah, okay, yeah, all right." I was like, "Well, this is going to replace listening to the actual Mandalorian theme." Yeah, for <laughs> like sure. Now, now the show starts, and I'm like waiting for ours, and I'm like, "Oh, that's right." That's, yeah, that's yeah. Not how this goes. And and you know, it's there with when you do covers like this. I feel like it's so you're always running the risk of like sounding cheesy. You know what I mean? Especially when yeah. it comes to like you know, Star Wars music or music from movies, like you're, you're always kind of just up against the risk of like, like just sounding silly, um, especially with a tune like the, the Cantina Band thing. You know, the Cantina Band is like the most classic Star Wars tune that everyone yeah. knows. And like, it's such like a happy, peppy tune. But the way y'all do it, like it still keeps that quality, but it's not cheesy at all. Like you manage to find a way to make it work with your, your genre and no matter how cheesy it is, a kind of a cheesy song, right? It's just kind of supposed to be, but it still yeah. has that really driving quality that y'all want to give it, and that really, in, I don't know, it, 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 it's interesting for someone like me who has grown up with this music to just hear it in this completely different light, uh, and yet somehow it still makes me feel nostalgic. It's yeah. almost like listening to it for the first time again. Do you, uh, I mean, Grant, Grant is a really fantastic producer, like in general, you know, I don't know if you like know of Atrium Audio, but like, you know, him and Carson have worked on like, you know, August Burns Red, um, out of the studio, Rivers of Nile. Um, so like, you know, they've, they've both got a really, really fantastic ear. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, especially for, you know, a metal that is lends itself to like more melodic pieces. Yeah. They were kind of like you know, the, I guess like the forefront experts on, on, you know, like, okay. So there's a lot of melodic content, you know, happening in, you know, a million different timbres and we want to compress it down to, you know, a metal song. How do we do that? And it's like, Oh, well, what did we do for August Burns Red? Well, what did we do for, um, portals? Well, what did we do for these guys and 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 these guys? It's like, Oh, well, we'll just, you know, and at that point, they've already got the, you know, the structure like lined up in their in their, you know, memory palace or whatever. Sure. So he just sits down and he's like 20 minutes later. He's like, all right, I've got the first album done. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure it was not. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. But it sure seems term, that way. Right. It was probably not 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it may have been like six months of ripping his hair out. But, sure. Yeah. And is there a reason for y'all that it's Star Wars specific? Like, obviously, Star Wars has iconic music. But you've also, in your most recent releases on Spotify, I've seen branched out to Jurassic Park, to Indiana Jones, which obviously are more John Williams IPs. Um, So is there a specific like pull that y'all have towards 
John Williams specifically, or is it just that you've kind of noticed that your audio, like your your listener base, like oftentimes likes this music, and you're kind of branching out from there, or are y'all just nerds like us, and you just want to kind of make that music? <laughs> I think that it was the the decision was was Grant's idea because he originally wrote like drums to the main theme, and like wrote that arrangement, um, and you know he just there there's just so much iconic memorable motifs and themes in the star Wars universe right. that you can work with. Like, and you know, the first album is, is like nothing but like song after song of like people who may not have even seen the movie. who don't even like star Wars who would listen and go, Oh, that's from like the like star Wars. Yep. You know, whether you played them, you know, our version or like the version from the soundtrack, they'd be like, this sounds like it's from Star Wars because it's such an iconic soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so I think that it was, you know, that kind of lent itself. Um, <clears throat> whereas, like, I think you could do a similar thing with, like, Lord of the Rings. Sure. There's so many, like, you know, just, like, motifs motif and, yeah. just getting hammered with you yeah. know, throughout the entire series. Um, and really that that genre or that, like, movie series is like you know it was my original forte um i'm putting it out there if galactic empire puts out a lord of the rings album i am there dude <laughs> like i i would love to hear the ring theme played by y'all <laughs> it'd be great yeah, so that would be you know, maybe put that in, in the memory that. banks and like drop that in someone's <laughs> ear for later in the, in the year or something we're trying so like in terms of like moving forward with like other music too it's it i think that the the main theme will you know always be star wars but that you know it is fun to expand outward. Sure. Yeah. Um, though, like at that point, it does. We do run into the the issue of like theming, where it's like, what what are we? Like, right. Do, do, are we still a Star Wars band, and do we still dress up like Star Wars? Right. Or do we like start being even more ridiculous and like, you know, two of us are Star Wars characters, and one of us is you know an elf. Right. Lord of the Rings, and then you know two of us are like people like eviscerated by dinosaurs sure. in Jurassic Park. Like what? What's, yeah. Where are we? Who yeah. are we? Yeah. And uh, I, I'd imagine a, a large part of your persona is that live, like the live show feel. You know, you're there, you're dressed up, you know, you, you're, you've got that energy. Is, is Do you find a lot of your live show uh, audience members are, are more metal fans or more Star Wars fans or kind of a mix of both? So uh, we've actually talked about this um, and... So there's there's two very distinct crowds, um, and you can kind of tell the difference between like, you know, <laughs> we're playing a metal show, and then we're playing or like we're playing a, you know just a, a show show, at you know a regular a, a venue. It's it's standing room. Sure. There's you know barriers or there's no barriers and people are standing right up against the stage, um, and that's more metal, you know. Just, just on the basis of like you know the environment, the, sure. the location, and everything. Um, there's a very different feel from convention shows. Right. Like when we played Hot Springs, um, Arkansas for SpaCon, that was a lot of fun um, because like you know everybody there is like a super nerd. Right. But it was a little weird for the whole first song. Like there just weren't like the same cues that we're used to. Like. I think that people were like afraid to like, woo. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, after we played, like, you know, we got halfway through the main theme and there's that big, like break. 
Uh, and, you know, again, I think people are just kind of like, yeah, they're like, what is this? Like, not, what are they doing? They're not doing? the people who go yeah. to a metal show. They're not sure. Yeah. Like, what do I do? They're not, like, are, what, am what I allowed supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, how yeah, do I, how do I, how do I mosh? Yeah, yeah. How do I mosh? How do I bang my head? I've only seen it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So like when we, when we are the recent tour that we did in the South with, um, Hanabi A, um, which if you don't know them, fantastic. Can't, can't recommend them enough. Um, but it's, you know, it's kind of like Kauai core. Okay. Um, so it's it's for like really cute women that you know are from Japan and they play heavy metal. Okay. Um, and you know screaming vocals and everything. It's a blast. Sure. Um, and they're fantastic live. Um, but like we would do some shows with and without them. And without them, it was like you know convention shows and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was a totally different audience. Yeah. So it. It all depends on where we're booked, essentially. Um, the people that are at the metal shows, um, you know, typically, I, you know, it's not like people are there like, I don't even like Star Wars and I just came out to see you. You know, right. there's, there has to be some kind of interest in yeah, Star Wars. Right. Um, or like, well, my friend dragged me here because I like metal and he said that this would be cool even though I don't know anything about Star Wars. Sure. Like, you know, there's something for people uh, of that caliber too, but it is like themed in a way where like, you know, I don't see that people are, you know, the, the metal shows are, you know, still Star Wars fans. Right. Right. And then the, you know, the shows that are more Star Wars fans might not be metal fans as a majority, but right. they're like, but they're there for the Star Wars themes. Yeah. They're there for the, yeah. For the experience. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's great. That's... So, so since, um, you're newer to the band, what costume are you, daunting on stage what are you wearing on stage as uh as uh the band member now so and you're the uh, you said you're the bass player right yeah okay um so part of my costume is a bass um and that is just a costume piece it's not real it's all fake no that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> somebody in the back pushes play they just have they that's just right. have you on stage because yeah. of the beard man it's yeah. like, we just need you to look pretty and hold the bass <laughs> that's right <laughs> They, uh, if, if I fell off stage, you would, the bass part wouldn't change. That's it, crazy how good I am. That's it. No, um, so, yeah, I'm OD66 is the character. Okay. So, you know, Order 66. Sure. Um, and it's kind of a play on like a, like a, um, like Death Trooper specialist. Okay. Um, so, like, down to like the lights in the, you know, chin area. Sure. Um, and of course, like you know, we have to modify it slightly for uh, parody's sake. Right. And uh, so the the costume designer. So this is for for the the new lineup. We have like an actual costumer. Okay. Um, Sean Bradley, and he does fantastic cosplay stuff. Um, you know his his stuff on Instagram. You know that he had done recently for a convention was like he went out as Yondu, and it, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. He's, and he builds like you know life size elite, um, you know figures, okay, um, and like Master Chief armor pieces and stuff like that. Um, so a, a true professional, yeah. This yeah. guy, he he does the stuff. All right, yeah, and does like life casts and stuff like that. So you know he's got a he's got a workshop. So you know, uh, so we got to get you real. I, I understand. Yeah, you know, uh, Carson was just doing everything you know with himself and his mom. 
Um, so like it, it sounds like the the old masks were kind of like modified hockey masks. Sure. Okay, I can see that. I've I've seen the pictures, and now yeah. that you say that, it makes sense. Yes. Um, and you know they weren't quite as structured, and they were easier to like get wet and stay wet. Okay. And not have like proper drying ability and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, this this time around is a little bit nicer. And yeah. It's I'm. I was talking to my guitar player about it because he's like, you know, he asked kind of the question where it's like, is it a Star Wars band or is it like, you know, a John Williams experience? Right. And I was like, well, we're all kind of like Star Wars characters that are kind of parody, but not quite like, you know, Darth Darth Vader, but right. you know, yeah. Darth Vader. Darth right. Vader. Yes. Dark Helmet. He's like, it's yeah. not the same. Don't don't pretend. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, Kevin is just a Mandalorian. Right. Right. I mean, wow. all all the uh, costumes look great too, man. Like, I, you look at—I I was watching the uh, the Mandalorian theme music video, and that 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 Beskar armor looks pretty damn good, man. Mm-hmm. It looks good up close too. Like, yeah, it's not like a, like a five foot paint job. Sure. Like all that stuff is is like, you know, r- really looks cool. Yeah. Um, how 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 like, comfy is it to play in? Uh, skip next question. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I figured that'd be the case, man. You got to do what you got to do with the gig, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you uh? As you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's always hot. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, there are some venues that like you know you get there and you're like Jesus, it is cold in here. It's like 58 degrees. Love that. Yep. But then, but then you get in. Then you yeah. get a hundred. You know, the hundred fifty. Yeah. You get all those people in, the in there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the I think the the most miserable show that we played was in Arizona um, during the heat wave. Of course, right. When is Arizona um, not in a heat? Yeah, wave? right. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. A heat wave in yeah, Arizona is like 170 degrees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was 120. Oh my gosh! When we pulled up to the venue. It was it was 104 at midnight. Great. Um, it was an outside we, venue. We weren't even fully in Arizona. <laughs> yep. Um, and it, like, it's just it, so like. You know, if you're from New Jersey and like this area, you know, we get humidity. Sure. Yeah. And people are like, oh, well, it's 120 in Arizona, but it's a dry heat. It's not that bad. And then you get there and it's like, oh, it's just a this different is... kind of off. Yeah, this is bad. This is still bad. Yeah. I remember when I went to Vegas, it was like 104. And I'm like, I don't care if it's a dry heat or humid heat. If it's over 100 degrees, it's hot AF. It's yep. too hot. It doesn't matter. Oh, man. Oh, Here's the there beer. He is. We've we've heard all about this beer. Yes. <laughs> and he walked away. He got on. He walked right. He was like, he was like "I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out. I'm not talking to these <laughs> yeah, two idiots." I don't blame him. How's it going, man? That's yeah, okay. Unacceptable. You know that that Pennsylvania traffic. I yeah. get it. There's it's a lot of traffic horrible. in Lancaster. We know. Yeah, man. <laughs> was, well, I'm actually in like uh, I was coming out of like Chester. I think there was like a sports game or something tonight. Oh, uh, there was some kind of sports soccer. game. Yeah, there. Uh, well, in Philly, there was. Wasn't there a Phillies game tonight. Yeah, there was a Phillies game tonight. Yeah, I don't think that affects him in Chester. Then well, there might have been a soccer match also in Chester. If you were in Chester, yeah. they got the Union out there. So yeah, we're Jersey guys. We didn't, so we're, we're joined by by yet another of the Galactic Empire. Glad to have you here. Your name, my friend, Eric. Eric. Is Eric, Eric yes. is the. Uh, so uh, what is it? Is it water or water? Lead guitar, is that what you said? Yeah. All right. Glad to have you, my I, friend. I, I sometimes say I'm like the singer of the band. Great uh, vocals. Great vocals. I, have, I haven't yeah. heard a single vocal in, in Galactic Empire <laughs> that I've disliked. I will tell you. Yeah. Well, did you yeah. sing on Duel of the Fates? Because like, there's some vocals on Duel of the Fates. 
Oh no, uh, that's <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually asked uh, Grant once how he tracked that, and he said he just got like the same person. In just the to, booth yeah, just to track different. Tracked it like forty times. That's great. Yeah. Hey man, uh, you make do what you got, man. That's great. I actually used that trick later on a on a different project. I was like, oh my god, I gotta steal this. And I love it. It sounded amazing. And yeah. I'm like, so. It doesn't sound like one person. It sounds like a choir of folks, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We were we were literally just talking about uh, your beard and how wonderful it is. No, um, <laughs> we we did make mention of facial hair because we all have facial hair. Uh, but me and Rob both are are pittance compared to the both of you. Yeah, we tower um, in comparison. But we were talking. Uh, I mean, we've we've discussed a little bit about the the history of the band, kind of where y'all come from, uh, where where you're going, some of the some of the things you've done, some of your influence. Um, we were talking a little about John Williams, about uh, you know just kind of uh, the the music you you uh, you play. Um, but yeah, again, just just happy to have you here. Um, maybe I'll I'll ask you just kind of a couple of the same questions I've been asking is just you know. Uh, how long you been with the band? Um, and you know, like, but you know, you, you uh, Star Wars fan? You, 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 <laughs> a bit, you know, or is this just like oh, I'm a guitar player? Let's do the thing. Um, so the um, the funny thing about well, so I joined this band back in January. Okay. Um, actually, all of us did. Uh, I don't know. If, basically, uh, we're sort of slowly being like indoctrinated into the whole new thing now um and everything like that but i got in uh, the drummer kind of got us all in this whole new lineup but i was i was like kind of i watched all the star wars movies as a kid right so i like joined this band learned all the music and i was like cool all right and then I, we played like this like three-day run and back in may where the first show was with um, run dmc which was just very strange coincidence. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly understand how that all happened. <laughs> we're about to we're about to release something with him now, and uh, my guitar solo is on that. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Stay tuned for that. I will. Um, but basically, after that run, I was like, okay, you know what? Because during that whole time, it was like there'd be people coming up to me after the show, and. They were like, yo, so, like, what did you think about this movie or that movie? And I'm like, ah. Uh. <laughs> I really should watch these things. <laughs> I went back. I watched them all. I felt like an idiot. I was like, man, these are these are actually fantastic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah, then from there. That I George like, Lucas, he's got, he's got a thing going. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched The Clone Wars in its entirety. I had nothing to do for, like, a month, you know? There's, like, this weird depression you get after, like, kind of playing a few big shows where you're just like, ah, I'm not doing anything and no one's talking to me. So I watched Clone Wars in like a very short span of time. It's a lot of episodes, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Uh, and then after that, I started watching like all the other series that came out, like Mandalorian and uh, Andor, which Andor is like my all-time favorite show. We were talking about that before he came on. Yeah, it's... It's like by far like probably one of the best like TV shows of all time. Like you don't even have to be into Star Wars to enjoy it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, saying how it's like it's just a great war movie, war show, and then you're like, oh look, they're using blasters. You yeah. know, like it's like, oh, there is Star Wars in it. The one scene yeah. that caught me, and we've talked about it on this podcast, is there's the one uh, scene where uh, what's the guy Stellan Skarsgård? He's his character is talking to some dude just on the train. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Coruscant, he's just kind of like talking about. 
Like thing, they could be on a train anywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And talking about like just anything, and it just happens to be in Star Wars. Yeah, no, I, I really, I want them to make a second like season. I don't, I don't exactly know what the plan is with that, but that show is just phenomenal. It's it was. Disney. If they, if they can make a couple more bucks on it, they're gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, um. So yeah, I don't know. After I joined and then played those shows, I kind of did my homework, and I'm I'm like a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm still catching up. So I'm right now. I watched Ahsoka, but now I'm like, oh, okay, I need to go back and watch Rebels. Okay, um, Rebels is good. I'll tell you, you're like as far as Star Wars fans go, there are loads of people who call themselves like diehards who haven't watched Rebels. So you're you're like you're doing all right. Um, but Rebels yeah. is one of those ones that we try and push people towards more and more because. It's hands down my favorite Star Wars experience. I so. really, yeah. Okay. Oh, Rebels is, and especially if you watched Ahsoka, um, it it yeah. Uh, Rebels is essentially like the fifth season of Ahsoka. No, or, I'm versa. sorry, uh, vice versa. Ahsoka is essentially the fifth se- season of Rebels. Um, right. I'm on the fourth season now. I'm a little bit confused, but I think it. it I I I think it's just because I watched the first episode of season four and I'm a little bit lost. Okay. Killed off one of the characters. They I don't did. Want to spoil anything. Yeah, sure. And then he's like back now. So I'm wondering if they did the same thing where it's like not in chronological order or something. I'd have to think, look at that again. Either way. Uh, so you yeah. you said you're yeah. watching rebels now. Yes. Okay. Give so, it some time. You're, I, it's, it's four seasons. I think it's only four seasons. Yeah, this yeah, last so season all, is. Yeah. Close to the end, you know? And the last yeah. season does get very trippy there. This is where like the world between worlds gets introduced and all that stuff. Yeah, it gets so, weird. So you'll okay. you'll understand it it's it introduces what you see in Ahsoka uh in the fourth season. So it does jump okay. around a little bit and stuff, but it is it is quality. Yeah. I hate okay. people who are like, Oh, I'm not watching a cartoon and I'm like, You don't understand. Like it's it is good entertainment. Yeah. Nick and I were talking about the Muppet Babies earlier today. We were. And uh it's definitely yeah. not the Muppet Babies. This is quality entertainment here. <laughs> yeah. I I'm all for it. I mean, I think that like not to get all philosophical out of nowhere, do it, but I think do that, it. like some of these fish, fictional stories are like really good metaphysical ways for us to explore our actual reality. And yeah. I think that like with something like Star Wars, what makes it interesting is that like I'm also reading like Sapiens, which is this history of humanity in a way. And it's very interesting to see how like it, I mean, it doesn't go into quite that much detail. I'm sure that somebody who knows their history, it's like, it, but it is interesting to see how Star Wars sort of mimics a lot of like these actual historical events with like the rise and fall of like entire kingdoms and, yeah. you know, like power dynamics and like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree 100%. And you, you can definitely see in George Lucas's storytelling where he was drawing on history and drawing on, you know, I think some of the best storytelling is not telling things that have never happened. It's telling things that have happened over and over again in new ways for us to see and learn from. Um, and that's star Wars essentially. So, um, so, all right. So you guys have, like I said, you came off a tour recently. You said you had been going out, you know, two weeks on two weeks off. I know at some point pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be out in Teaneck, New Jersey already. I already saw that. So I've got my eyes on that. Um, but I, yeah, trust me. My, my, (laughs) I'm already like poking my wife, like, Hey, just so you know, (laughs) things are happening. Um, but what's, what's, what's on the uh, horizon for y'all? What's up? What's up next? Like you have any projects you're working on? Total world domination. Uh, That's perfect. Same thing we do every night. Pinky, try and take over the world. world. That's right. (laughs) Um, 
so right you have something you're working on or uh well the galactic empire or anything uh, man y'all your your personal uh, you know obviously i'd love to hear more about what you do outside of this as well i'm releasing an album outside of uh this band with my band insomnivore which is kind of like my baby i've had since like high school sure actually since middle school um but we're gonna release an album on leap day next year okay oh nice oh excellent yeah yeah i'm I'm excited for that what kind of music you play with them it's like meshuggah just my version of meshuggah i guess okay I'm not trying to be all that original. I mean, I've shown it to a bunch of people, and they're like, yo, this sounds better than Meshuggah. This sounds nothing like Meshuggah. Like, nah, I, mean, I was trying to it, sound it is like very good. Meshuggah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I have a bad habit of blasting music in the van when I'm driving, when it's my turn to drive, so all the guys in the band have heard it a few times now. Sure. M- music. He just he just blasts Meshuggah or that album. Or, <laughs> or like fine. Or like, like bebop jazz. And yeah. It, or, or like... Pink Floyd was the recent one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bebop, yeah. any specific jazz musicians you like? Uh, Coltrane is like probably up there. But sure. I also, I, it's funny when I'm in the band, it's not Bebop, but I really like putting on Joe Beam. Okay. Yeah, man. Really good driving music for some reason. Hell yeah. Nick's, like, Nick's a jazz musician himself. I am. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a music teacher and, and a jazz musician. Yeah, he, yeah. he plays the saxophone. I so sure do. he's yeah. a Joe Beam is one of my favorites. Absolutely. Rock on, Joe Beam is like very, it's like a subtle sort of like, like if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. His music is very, very Stan Getz uh, is among my favorite human beings who have ever lived. Um, aside from the fact that he was a, a crazy individual, he was a great sax player. Um, but yeah, no, him and Joe Beam did a lot together. And that's, that's interesting. Like you never, you never think, oh, this, this guitarist, he's the lead guitarist in a, in a, you know, a prog metal band. Uh, he's into Antonio Carlos Jobim. You know, it's great wow. to see that eclect- the eclectic sort of taste. Jazz college, so like that's really where all of that came. Where'd from. Where'd you go? Uh, Berkeley. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's... it's funny because like there's such a like a strange dynamic where it's like some of us have been to to like Berkeley and like music college, and then like Brett and I are like, I don't know, I play I play the notes. Sure. That, that I hear. <laughs> And the, and, yeah. and that's that's the, the great thing. And I, I tell the people all the time because I have too many degrees in music. Like I've gotten way too many. Um, and he, like he, he has a lot of debt. Uh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> you can count my degrees in debt. Um, but like I did. I did my some of my grad school in Louisiana um, and I was playing a gig in New Orleans where we were supposed to like we're playing a wedding and we were supposed to do a second line in and Treme Brass Band was supposed to join us, but they got caught in traffic. Happened to you today, happened to them then, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, we literally, we were, like, on in the French Quarter on the riverbank, and we were like, all right, well, what do we do? We walked outside, and we found a couple people and said, do y'all want to make 50 bucks? And they did. And so it was like, here I was, and I was down there for grad school. You know, you're, like, you're like studying to, like, really further your knowledge. And here were some dudes we found on the street. The trumpet player was missing valve caps and stuff like that. I said, <laughs> I said, what key do y'all know this tune in? They're like, what do you mean key? They don't even know what it is. And, and then they start playing, and you're like, this dude can wipe the floor. This dude just lives this music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, like, just as someone who has, like, gone the, like, college route and, like, really studied, it's always amazing to me like you know that you you know i did all this schooling 
you don't need all this schooling. You know, somebody, like it's great to do all this schooling, but like some of the best musicians I've ever met have never stepped foot in a music school. You well, know, thank you, thank you very much. It's Rob, Rob, thank right here. Yeah. Right. Saying yeah. such nice things about yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I played I played uh, trumpet in middle school. So you yes, seem like I was someone that who would have played yes. trumpet in middle school, Rob. <laughs> that was um, me. <laughs> but yeah, again, it, it is the cool thing about working in music. I feel like is that you you know you you're you're you. When you're a gigging musician, you gig with other people who their primary gig is music, but you gig with other people who like they're musicians. They're great musicians, but they get their you know they get the bread on their table somewhere else. Um, yeah. And so it's just a cool. It, it, you meet a lot of different types of people in our business. I feel like. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I found it funny that the amount of people that were haunt actors, um, and you know, it's just like you can. I, I feel like you know you can kind of see the type of person and be like, you work at a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> How'd, you know? How'd you know that? Just yeah. a guess. So like, Lucky yeah. guess. Like, well, it takes, it takes one to know one. <laughs> just like, but yeah, the past, like the Midwest tour we did, I think there was like four different shows we played and you know, one of the bands, one of the crew, something like that, you know, at, at those shows. I was like, what haunted house do you work? <laughs> You're clearly you a professional. You're haunter. clearly a professional. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're really good at that. Oh, powers man. are increasing. <laughs> you don't yeah. know the power of the haunt. Oh boy. So you guys are are going into the studio tomorrow. Is that what you were saying earlier? Are you? So yeah, are you just working? To, just to rehearse. Oh okay. All right. Are you guys now that you have the new band together, all the new members? Are you guys? going to uh, come out with a, your own album anytime soon, or are you going to just keep working on the albums that you guys already have right now? Probably so, that for now, and then kind of dual, you know. Yeah, the, there's like kind of, um, like I said, so I was just recently on the, um, the new Run DMC drop. They had me record the guitar solo, but there's a lot of music that was already recorded before we got in the band. Okay. Uh, and I think the plan is to probably release it. Um, the thing about it that's kind of difficult is that basically there's only so much Star Wars music, you know? Sure, sure, yeah. And uh, it, we're, we've kind of run into this problem where it's like, okay, we can, we're, I mean, not that we're like a cover band, but, you know, you with limited material it's like okay we can technically start the next album on battle scene number 57 right right movie number four um but people aren't gonna like like we were actually just talking about this the other day a different one where it's like like the problem with ahsoka that i have is that it's like the main theme song for ahsoka just is not memorable at sure all, right you know? yeah yeah, and we were talking about before you hopped on, unlike, you know, like the Mandalorian where we have that really memorable theme. Uh even even without like your cover, like just that theme song is just like a new novel, like catchy sort of thing, and it translates oh, yeah. so well to what you all do. Um and I was reading another uh interview that y'all gave that essentially was saying that as you know when it came to like after COVID and they had like almost like a four year stop in star Wars movies where y'all were essentially just like, well, you know, without new material coming out, there's only so much we can do, uh, to churn out new, uh, recordings. Um, so essentially are y'all are kind of like waiting on Lucasfilm for some of this stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. somewhat, I think yeah. the, the, the plan is, so we've actually gone and recorded, um, a whole bunch of, other movie themes or well they have we're we're new obviously but like 
I think the plan is we're going to be recording more as it goes along, but like mm-hmm. we do have the theme songs to like a whole bunch of other shows and movies and such that are like um you know really hard hitting really memorable kind of stuff um so stuff you could play and people you know don't have to be fans of that universe right yeah yeah oh that's that theme yeah i'm waiting i'm waiting for y'all to to give me to drop a version of back to the future oh yeah that that now that's that's a soundtrack that i feel like y'all could get a lot out of well i'll tell you what i've been uh like talking our producer's ear off Grant, I've been t- t- talking his ear off about doing a few of my favorite theme songs of all time, and uh, I think I've succeeded. So nice. You have you have any goes. any that you like have in your back pocket you've been really wanting to play? Yeah, I do. I you just don't want to talk like, about them. <laughs> I, I don't exactly know what I am and not allowed to say. Sure, that's fine. That's fine. We're at this point, where it's like it's like a lot of cool stuff, but I also like. I think it like it would probably be fine for me to hype it, but I just I should probably make sure with, with sure yeah not a problem you don't put the horse before the car but you got you got some stuff in the works you got, you got ideas. some ideas you got yourself ideas well, I you know if it were up to me we would be covering like anything Arnold Schwarzenegger related as sure well. okay oh yeah yeah I, jingle all the way I could see y'all doing a jingle all <laughs> jingle twins. all the way uh, <laughs> twins twins, <laughs> twins cover <laughs> the show is, or the song um, what's uh <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten cop the kindergarten like, cop theme yeah, song of course you know you know what's funny is like i really wish that arnold schwarzenegger was in the star wars universe somehow they, like, i can't believe they haven't brought him in yet honestly yeah it's, it seems like a like a home run like even just as a cameo like he somehow we have be, lizzo and jack black in the star wars universe right. but not arnold schwarzenegger but not arnold schwarzenegger yet yeah so it's a, I mean, it's a travesty he's one of those ca- actors where it's like he I don't want to say he's a bad actor. It's just, it's like his, his acting style is very like, he only plays one. Character. He can only play his character. Yeah. Yes. He can only play the character of Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger. T-1000 in everything yep. he's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the tumor. That's right. <laughs> I am the governor. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the space time warp. I, I, I would see, I would definitely watch a High Republic era Star Wars movie wherein Arnold Schwarzenegger played a Jedi Master. Oh my gosh, it would be Or cool. a Sith Lord. A actually. Sith Lord. He would be a great Sith Lord. I would throw love some, to see him as a Sith Lord. Throw some I, spikes I, I, on I, his head like Darth I, I Maul. I just want him to be like a politician. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just a paper-pushing <laughs> bureaucrat in yeah. the Galactic Empire who's like... Yeah, he, he's just sort of like walking and he's like trying to... I, I don't know. Some, something where he's not the T-1000. No. Yeah. Like, kind of hilarious. And just watch him try to act rights. as something else. First yeah. time in his <laughs> life he's pulled off a different character. I'm there for that. Does anyone yeah, could do it as Dave Filoni, honestly. Dave Filoni could get him to do it, that's for sure. Oh, man. All right, so I have a very, a very pressing question for you. Who shot first? Oh, man. Han Solo. I I I don't know Han, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's what you're supposed to the say. The correct right? answer that's is what, Han. Yeah. That's what like the Star Wars fans tell you if you don't say like get yeah. out of here. Right? That was that was the first test, right? That was the first test to see if you actually knew what I was talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, Go yeah, ahead. I know that like the original edit wasn't it like like yeah uh, yeah. yeah yeah it was Han and then like when they redid it for the special edition George changed it so like Han. Moved out of the way. Yeah, they they changed back. it three different times. So yeah. yeah, but the original one. And then Han, I think they Han's replaced the one that shot. They probably yeah. replaced Han's face with the new actor's face. Yeah, and then they they, they de-aged him. They used they took his, his eyebrows out. Yeah, yeah. All um, things. 
all kinds of, you know, good Star Wars stuff. So you guys are practicing tomorrow, and then you guys have a huge, well, huge East Coast tour coming up over the next seven to ten days. Friday, you're playing in Brooklyn. Uh, Saturday, Albany. Sunday, Cambridge, Mass. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tuesday, Hartford. So I'm guessing you guys aren't going home and then going back to Hartford. Y'all are just taking that trip right on up, huh? I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that we're uh, spending a day off in Salem. All right. There you go. Go to see yeah. some see yeah, some I mean, haunted house uh, actors. I've enough time in Salem. It's like, yeah. have you not been there before, Kevin? I've been there twice. He wants to go again. I've never been there during Halloween season because oh. it's insane and there's like a million people and I've it's like uh, Times Square on New Year's or uh, New Orleans during uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, you know, when, when but it's Rome. an experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. yeah. If you're already there, might as well take advantage of it. But yeah, Cambridge is yeah. Boston. Boston's an hour yeah. with traffic away. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we uh, our last tour, we had a day off in New Orleans, and that was a lot of fun. That's um, fun. Yep. Good town. It's, it's a party solid party town. Party. Yeah, Nick could Nick could tell you all the good party spots, not yeah, the was, touristy party spots. Yeah, I was on my, my my favorite thing about New Orleans is I was on my way to a gig one day uh, down in New Orleans, and I was stuck in traffic, and I got passed by an upright piano. <laughs> in traffic, I'm in sitting traffic. in traffic on my way to a gig, and I'm passed by a dude pushing a piano. I'm like, this is this is peak New Orleans right here. <laughs> this is peak. New, that is funny. Um. So do you have Cambridge and Hartford and then another the next day you're going to T-Neck on Wednesday. That okay, what day is that? To to. Wednesday, October 18th. October 18th. It's like five days before my birthday. It is. To you got to And it's on a Wednesday. So we you won't have actually I won't have marching band. You won't have marching band. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of those one of those deals out here, y'all. And then you guys. <laughs> this is crazy. Who, I don't want to be the guy driving the van for this one. You're going from T-Neck all the way down to Richmond, Virginia the next night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who's driving it's, that? Uh, it's it's kind of – it's been a theme with our uh, tours. If you look on some of our other tours, it's been like – I think when we played the Midwest. So we're all, we're all just taking turns driving. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. We played like a few gigs around like Kentucky, Louisville, stuff like that. And then we went down to Nashville. At one point, and then we drove all the way up to Wisconsin. Like, Madison. oh my god, oh my god! And then from there, we went back down to like Chicago and Kansas. And Kansas. <laughs> Y'all ever played Normal, Illinois? Uh, uh, we passed through it. We passed through Normal. I'm sure you did. If you went to Chicago down to yeah, I lived yeah. in Normal, Illinois. It's one of those places. You know, one of those. It's one of those places. One of those, one of those places. places. <laughs> when we so, were going through Ohio, there was a. Uh, there was a theme, like a stretch, where it was like, yo, dude, have you been to... Yep. And yep. the signs had nothing on them. <laughs> like, fully constructed and everything. But it was like, you know, at, in two miles... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> in two I miles, like, exit to nothing. proved it to me. Yeah. I, I was... Like, people joke about it, but there it is. There yep. it is. There's an empty sign. You don't really miles, realize nothing. until you spend some time... Again, I was in the Midwest for two years. It really is... <laughs> it really is like that. Oh, man. Um, so, again, we've got this tour coming up. We don't want to hold you all for too long. Uh, you got this tour coming up. I'm going to try and see what I can do about coming out to Teaneck on the 18th. Um, you've got a couple things in the works for, for uh, you know, some ideas in the brain as far as things that we can get recorded. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, I think we're ending up in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. That was the of the story is we're going down to Virginia and then we're basically going back right up. back up to Pittsburgh. Well, up so to New York. Back. You're going to New York to Rochester yeah. and then to Pittsburgh. Then 
So so if you think that we somehow passed you in the van, like if we drive past your city or something, yeah. I mean, just, just be on the lookout. <laughs> we might circle back. Love know? it. Yeah. <laughs> so on um, right, from Richmond on Thursday, October 19th to Friday, October 20th, we'll probably pass each other on the highway because you're probably going to be driving near us and like past us on your way up to Richmond. So we'll wave to you when we see the van go by. We'll wave. We'll give you. Hey, guys, how are you? Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, crazy. But then uh, this is exciting. I guess you guys all have your passports because in November you're going to Italy and then to Spain and France and the UK. So that, that's going to be exciting. Have you guys been to Europe before? Either of you? Uh, I'm I'm actually Swedish, like a Swedish citizen. OK. Uh, so but uh, very cool. Swedish so citizen. Swedish citizen. Yeah. It's easy for you to say. Yeah. But you, uh, you said you have not. Uh, I'm sorry. You have not been to Europe before. I haven't. Okay, so this will be a, a new experience for you, brother. That's, that'll be good, right? Have you have yeah. y'all been to, have y'all toured outside of the country as Galactic Empire? This is the first time. Uh, as Galactic Empire, yes. Okay, uh, but not with us in the lineup. The I got gotcha. you. Right. Tour that they did within the UK, um, and it was it was uh, very frustrating to me to hear that the person that was doing like TM and PR uh, for them was James Monteith of tesseract okay <laughs> very um, cool who is uh probably like number one number two favorite band of mine sure and all before you got I, there I, of course, my guitar players know that <laughs> he, he literally only blasts tesseract when he's driving that's right <laughs> um, and I, I drove two hours to see them in baltimore because they are on tour right now okay and the closest that we get is new york city sure and we were like a 15 minute walk which a 15 minute walk to normal people is not, you know, is, is like a, a five minute walk for me. Okay. Um, and then the venue got changed. Oh no. Uh, and now it's like a 30 minute drive. Oh, oh man. Uh, so, and most of it's just traffic or, or like a 30 minute walk, excuse me, or like a 15 minute drive. And I'm not, I'm yeah. like, that's not going to make sense. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, uh, I'm, I'm seeing them in Baltimore or, you know, it could be another five years until I see them again. So yeah. We're, we're not doing that. Gotta yeah, do what you gotta work, do. man. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And they were fantastic. Of course. Yeah, man. Absolutely love them. Um, Kills it. Well, uh, you know, I'll say for my part, it's been awesome having y'all on. I'm definitely going to see what I can do about getting to that October. What is he saying? 18th at Teaneck? October yep. 18th in Teaneck, New Jersey. Yeah, yes. Well, so for all of our, our East Coast fans, and we do have a solid amount out here because this is where we're stationed out here, try and check them out, whether you're checking out their Pittsburgh show, checking out their Teaneck show, or definitely check them out on streaming. Um, they've got, I guess, what is it, three albums out, plus you, recently the uh, new, uh, the not a single, you have the Jurassic Park and the... Uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, yeah. Right? Technically, um, it's called the Raiders March, but we we mislabeled it. And <laughs> apparently, that we got that wrong. That's a, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think George Lucas or uh, uh, John Williams is going to send you a cease and desist or anything. Maybe he will, though. Who knows? They're owned by Disney now. It's possible. That's, that's um, correct. Yeah, I'll tell you the mouse. The, largest, the mouse abides. The world's largest uh, law firm. Fronting yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> that's right, uh-huh. man. <laughs> um, but it's it's been it's been rad hanging with y'all. Um, you know, thank you for 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 uh, agreeing to come on and talk to us. Um, yeah. You know, thank for you for those of you out there listening, again, please check out Galactic Empire. Go check out their shows. Check out their streaming. Um, awesome music. Awesome covers of really great classic uh, themes and music. 
Um, and we appreciate you having you guys. Uh, go ahead, plug away. Where yeah. whatever you want to plug, plug and plug it away now. Your individual bands as well as you know Galactic Empire. Where where can we find you on the social meds and all that good stuff? So go for it. Uh, so my my other band is Illustrium. Uh, that that one right there. There they are. Uh, not Neff. That's that's a brand that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any association with that. But, Bummer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we put out an album, an EP in 2020 and an album in 2021. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're kind of dormant. You know, we have a, a fresh doctor among us. And, you know, one of us is out on tour. I don't think that I can necessarily say with, with whom. Sure. But you know, is uh, a, another band that, you know, wears costumes and is much larger than we are. Okay. Um, it's the polyphonic spree, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. um, Does it rhyme so, with Taylor Swift? Yeah, she's notorious for her costumes. She's notorious for her costumes. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, and then I'm working on um, recording with um, an artist, which is a, a good buddy of mine, Connor McNamee. Um, he has an album out now, um, and he borrows our vocalist, Dr. Martin, Dr. Gerald Martin. Um, <laughs> so uh, now he's officially Dr. Now Gerald. he's officially Dr. Very nice. Good yeah. for him. Um, uh, other than that... Um, no, I'm not doing anything. I'm doing I'm doing free PR for Hyundai and Genesis. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, feels like, and then, you know, you can come see me at at Beats Motel and Haunted Hayride. You might not know that it's me. So uh, you'll be but, the guy. But you know, one of the guys there. You'll be the guy on the stretching table screaming. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that role. It's a fun one. Sure. All right. Rock watch on. watch when you get off of the table if it's cold out that you you know don't forget that your ankles uh, don't suddenly you know. Just retain uh, boy or not buoyancy. Um, I guess uh, the balance. blood flow. Yeah. 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 See, these are all insider tips that I would not have known if I if I didn't if I didn't know. So and the, I, I found them all out the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Someone don't has to, right? Hips, don't slam your hips continuously against a wagon over an entire <laughs> night. You will displace a tendon in your hip. You're saying uh, don't slam your hips against don't a wagon. Don't do that. Oh, continuously. See, I that's that was yes, that. Rob. That's that's oh, where you that went was, wrong. Man. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. And the other thing you also you also want to do is make sure you take the chain off the chainsaw. Right. You yeah. know, you don't have to. We, you know, we've had plenty of injuries with, with the chain off still. I'm sure, still. honestly. <laughs> we've, we've had people. We had, we had one guy that fell off of the wagon backwards onto a root and then. Oh, no. The chainsaw. Oh, you know, it doesn't have any chain on it. Yeah, it's still heavy. Yeah, it's still still a heavy piece of equipment. That was cool. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) All right. The rest of the shift, which is stupid. (laughs) What's a broken rib amongst friends? That's right. (laughs) Yeah, really. All right. Um, And how about you, my friend? Anything anything on the horizon? Anything you want to plug? So I got that uh, Insomnivore album. I'm really proud of it. Uh, It was mastered by Jens Bagram. so it sounds really amazing. Um, comes out Leap Day next year with Insomnivore. Um, I'm going on tour with this band called Kalius or Kalius in uh, December, right when we get back from Europe. It's this like female fronted death metal band. It's Very like nice. Run. Great. Um, I'm about to release two like music videos with like a friend of mine. Um, she just, like there's like the thing between like a playthrough video and a music video i guess okay. spent the last like four days she hit me up out of nowhere she was like hey can we do this thing and i was like yeah you're an old oh, friend yeah. Of yeah let's do it 
she paid me a little bit, but then I was like, you're don't pay me more than this. Cause you know, you're a friend. But now I have like, I'm like five dates deep in on this and I have to finish this before I got out of the tour. And I'm just like, <laughs> Like I'm just like man, maybe I should have asked for. You should ask for some more money. <laughs> a couple, a little scratch might have been helpful. Yeah, got a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. After that, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna finish working on that. Um, but if you're interested, I'm on social media. You can find me in the credits of one of our galactic uh, music videos, probably. Sure. Very yeah. cool. Um, yeah, oh, and yeah. I'm on Instagram as Kevin Illustrium. Yeah. Or some. Um, version of that i think you can find me on reddit is miata illustrium okay okay there you go all right that's the first reddit, yeah. you're the first wow. person you learned had new. on the show who has plugged their reddit that's that's yeah. uh, that's actually pretty impressive that is we've been, we, this is like a hundred shows we've done um and, uh, eric ride so find awesome there. Um, but eric with a k ride with a y wow. yeah, of course I'm, right look at you man because my parents just had to tell everybody that I was this guy's different, right, all right? Swedish, yeah, he's, you gotta... He's not your regular everyday Eric, all right? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, it's not with a C and an I. Nah, get that crap out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we have one idea for you guys. We have this other musician friend named uh, Tom Amin. He plays soft, subtle... Classical uh, classic piano Classic Disney tunes. piano, Star Wars stuff. And since you already worked with Run DMC... You could do the Makes same Run sense. DMC Aerosmith mix up with him and you guys where he's playing the song nice classical and you guys are rocking out and then, you know, you bust through the walls and you guys do some kind of uh, collage together would be the most amazing thing. Rob's ever. got a very musical ear. I have a very <laughs> <laughs> all he's he's our <laughs> ear to the yeah. ground. I uh, to reach out to the galactic uh, email. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Galactic or something. I don't know. That's right. I should, I should know what the email is. I don't. That's all right. That's okay. Listen, man, the amount of things that we're on the air and we go, what is that? We should probably know that. We should know that. People yeah. shouldn't allow us to have microphones in front of us. Um, either way, it's been great talking to y'all. It's, it's it like really yeah. been been an awesome time. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Um, please check out uh, Galactic Empire. Check out their, their stuff on Spotify. Check out all their stuff on social media. You can find them on Instagram. Um, and, and probably Facebook and the thing that used to be called Twitter, who knows, X, yeah. Y, Z. Yeah, um, I will say real Elon's fast on Spotify, I am very impressed. Your Duel of the Fates song has 2,638,627 downloads as of this moment in time. This which one is right here. This one right here. Now it's more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, uh. Turns out, turns out they they've got some fans. They got, they've got, they got at got least two more here, and yeah. we've got more of our listeners probably going to be tuning in on you. Um, yeah, show up to the show, dress up. Bring hey man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Teaneck on the 18th, and I'm gonna be like front row center with my daughter's Leia lightsaber, and yeah. and, and y'all yeah. know that's the guy right that's there. That's the guy. That's the guy. How many people? How many people do dress up for your shows? Is it is it more just metal people or more um, dressed up people? What do you think? Depends on the venue. Okay. Uh, I think it's probably like, like on average, like 10, 20%. All right. Um, and like, I'd consider like, you know, if someone showed up in a Jedi robe and like nothing else. That's, that, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So a Jedi robe over top of the regular clothes. Not, <laughs> not just a Jedi robe. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be pretty metal. That yeah. would be pretty metal. Show, yeah. That's the Empire strips back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We, that's the late night we, show. We're trying to talk to them, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, oh, man. But, um, 
we we also play conventions once in a while sure. so there, there's a lot more people there's, dressed up yeah. those yeah um, the, the one in uh, hot springs had um yoshi so of course when we you know played jurassic park i had to run out and find yoshi of right. course my god it's a dinosaur yeah, yeah you got a dinosaur um, yeah and we also had um this uh, maybe they exist in the star wars universe too but like front and center there's a furry uh, okay yeah, uh, that we person on well, Instagram. So, I, hello uh, to that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. The well, I mean, Hera is a Twi'lek, and she married or whatever had a kid with it with a human. So I don't want to really call that a furry. Listen, it, man. There's a lot of weird furry stuff going on in Star Wars. I don't know if you ever looked into it on the internet. There's some weird stuff with Star Wars on the internet. I try to I'm stay away. I try to do stay it, away from that part. It's probably uh, for the I'm best. Sure. I will say one house uh, demo discs to know to know there's, there's some <laughs> yeah. crazy stuff involving Star Wars. Oh yeah. I will say if you do show up in costume, you still have to mosh. That's uh, right. Like, okay. Like, All right. Well, that's good. That's just good information to have. Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. could really go wrong with the wrong outfit if you're moshing. Costumes. Yep. You got to yeah. mosh. There you go. Oh yeah. man. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for for hanging. Again, check him out, Galactic Empire, on all the social media platforms. Uh, I want to thank you both for hanging out with us tonight uh, and for taking the time out of your schedules. Check out their their coming tour. Um, find them near you. Come say hello to them. And when you go say hi, say, hey, we heard you on Bantha Milk. Um, and they will maybe high-five you. Maybe. Maybe. Probably yeah. not, though. But I, I don't want to guarantee that, but it, they might high-five you. It's possible. <laughs> not going to guarantee it. There These two look like dudes who would high-five if you asked them for a high-five. I'm yeah. just saying. They might give you a turkey, though. They might. Oh, my students all do that. Do the turkey, yeah. Or the squid. Yeah, the squid is the new one. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, folks from Galactic Empire, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you guys here. so much. Appreciate it's you taking awesome. the time. Um, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna probably call it there. Yeah. We're just gonna I'm, close up shop at this point. Yeah. So you guys are uh, more than welcome to peace out. It has been wonderful chatting with you guys. Have fun on your two upcoming tours. Enjoy Europe for the first time. And maybe I'll uh, see yeah. you in a, in a week in or two T-Nick, here in yeah. Teaneck, New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Come say yeah. hi. I will. All, All right. right. All right, gentlemen. Thanks, thank you guys. so much. It's been awesome. Thanks. Take care yeah. y'all. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. All right. That was awesome. Galactic Empire. Galactic good, Empire. Good to talk to some some dudes who are who are doing the thing, making money, making Star Wars music. Um, I don't want to play their music for them because I'm sure they've heard it before. But here's I doubt uh, it. here's the uh, Mandalorian you were talking about, and I think it's cool because Mandalorian is so metal to start with. God, it's so cool. It is so cool. We should just end the podcast with this. That's fine with me. All right. We have From spoken. all of us here, <laughs> we have spoken. We have spoken.